All right, so go ahead and find a comfortable position, either on your cushions on the floor or in your chair, or if you prefer to lie down, you may do so as well. Allow your eyes to gently close if that feels comfortable for you. And if not, you can bring a soft gaze downwards towards the floor. Take a couple of nice deep breaths in and out to allow yourself to fully arrive again. Receiving a sense of your body, heart, and mind as they are right now. Acknowledging that sense and allowing that to move through you. And then see if you can bring a sense of ease and relaxation into your body by breathing into any areas of tension or stress and releasing it with your exhale. As best you can, let your mind be quiet, letting go of any plans or preoccupations. And then gently bringing your attention to the center of your chest and breathing into your heart center. If you like, you may want to put your hand over your heart just to feel its presence. So forgiveness. Jean-Paul Sartre said, freedom is what you do with what's been done to you. What arises within you when I say the word forgiveness? What sensations are you aware of in your body? What emotions enter your heart? What thoughts move through your mind? And whatever you find there is totally okay. Without understanding and compassion, which are the fruits of the mindfulness practice, the endless cycle of resentment, anger, fear, despair, and suffering will continue to live within us. To forgive or not to forgive? This question will not help us find a breakthrough in our habit of dualistic thinking oneself versus others, good versus evil, right versus wrong. It can encourage a belief that good and evil are enemies and that good needs always to be fighting evil. This way of thinking may cause a lot of suffering and destruction. A more helpful question would be, how can I better understand myself and the other person. 
when we see that our suffering, our hatred, our fear are organic. We don't try to run away from them. Through the practice of calming, resting, and looking deeply, as taught by the Buddha, we transform our loneliness, hate, fear, and despair into elements of understanding which can nourish our compassion, happiness, and well-being. We don't feel the need to fight against our fear or anger anymore because we see that our anger and fear are just aspects of life moving through us. Instead, let's handle them in the most tender, nonviolent way. Let's take care of our anger and fear in a way that transforms them into understanding, love, and compassion for ourselves and each other. Forgiveness cannot be forced. If you are not ready to forgive, that's totally okay. And see if you're open to the aspiration to do so in the future. So as we begin our formal forgiveness practice, I invite you to do so only within your comfort zone this afternoon. And it is fine not to do it at all. And if that's the case, feel free to tune me out and use this time to cultivate loving kindness or deepen your meditation practice. I very much resonate with the forgiveness phrases offered by my teacher Eric Kolvig, so I will share them with you today. So resting in your heart, and if you want to put your hand there, it might be helpful to feel more connected to it. Think of ways in which you have harmed yourself and harmed others. It is better to begin with minor things, not the big acts of harming. As much as you're able to do so, Extend forgiveness to yourself for this harming as I recite these phrases. I allow myself to be imperfect. I allow myself to make mistakes. I allow myself to be a learner, still learning life's lessons. I forgive myself. And if I cannot forgive myself now, may I forgive myself sometime in the future. I allow myself to be imperfect.
I allow myself to make mistakes. I allow myself to be a learner, still learning life's lessons. I forgive myself. And if I cannot forgive myself now, may I forgive myself sometime in the future. breathing in and checking in with your body and taking in those phrases. Forgiveness of self. Now think of ways in which others have harmed you Again, beginning with minor harms. And as much as you're able, extend forgiveness to them. Just as I allow myself to be imperfect, so I allow you to be imperfect. I allow you also to make mistakes. I allow you to be learners still learning life's lessons. I forgive you. And if I cannot forgive you now, may I forgive you sometime in the future. Just as I allow myself to be imperfect, so I allow you to be imperfect. I allow you also to make mistakes. I allow you to be learners still learning life's lessons. I forgive you. And if I cannot forgive you now, may I forgive you sometime in the future. Breathing, coming back to the sensations in your body as you allow these phrases to move through your heart.
Now think of ways you may have harmed others. Ask forgiveness from others for the harm that they have done, you have done to them. Please allow me to be imperfect. Please allow me to make mistakes. Please allow me to be a learner still learning life's lessons. Please forgive me. And if you cannot forgive me now, please try to forgive me sometime in the future. Please allow me to be imperfect. Please allow me to make mistakes. Please allow me to be a learner still learning life's lessons. Please forgive me. And if you cannot forgive me now, please try to forgive me sometime in the future. Coming back to the sensations in your body as you allow these phrases to move through your heart. these forgiveness practices, it's really important to remember that you're not condoning the behavior that was harmful. You're releasing the clench of your heart that is closed down. that you can forgive yourself for not being able to forgive right now.
just take a few moments to stretch and come back to another comfortable position on your chair or on your cushions before we start the compassion practice. So again, finding a comfortable position, closing your eyes or gazing softly downward. Rearriving again through your breath. The Buddha defined compassion as the quivering of the heart in response to suffering in ourselves and others, along with an impulse to relieve that suffering. The root of the word compassion means to suffer with, not to suffer for. Valerie Burton powerfully states self-compassion in this way. If strong means taking care of everyone else to the detriment of yourself, if strong means pretending everything is okay while you're clearly hurting, if strong means keeping it moving after you've suffered disappointment, then strong becomes weak. Strong is good, resilient is better. But resilience can sometimes look messy. It may look as if you're down for the count but as long as you eventually get up, you're resilient. You have permission then to be human, to grieve, rest, cry, and feel what you feel. Learning to face your fears by being vulnerable is the first step. Jack Cornfield beautifully expresses it in this way with regards to compassion for others. Peace requires us to surrender our illusions of control. We can love and care for others, but we cannot possess our children, lovers, family, or friends. We can assist them, pray for them, and wish them well. Yet in the end, their happiness and suffering depend on their thoughts and actions, not on our wishes. An example of this came from a Facebook chat I had with one of my teens from the mindfulness retreats I lead. Maya was 13 when she attended the first teen retreat I ever taught two years ago. She's one of the most incredibly insightful and empathic young beings I know. She had been struggling with knowing how to be with a close friend whose brother had committed suicide last fall. She wanted to take his pain away and often felt frustrated at herself when she couldn't. What I'm about to share is a recent Facebook chat I had with her spontaneously 
when I checked in one night. How's it going, Junior Buddha? La! Oh my God, a voice of God speaks. They're a li little bit deluded, these teenagers. <laughs> I'm doing weird. Right after the retreat, I was meditating more than usual. Then I like stopped. I also got way more busy, but still it was weird. And I was weirdly angry for a while, but I'm feeling good now. Ah, the lesson of impermanence. Good one, grasshopper. Smiley face. And I've also been doing really well with compassion. Like, it's awesome. My friend today at a sleepover was telling me how she was diagnosed with cancer. She was held back because she missed so much school and was failing and unmotivated. And I was just able to be there, all in caps, without needing to fix it. And she told me her depression was a problem. And I told her about the door to my heart is fully open to you. Whatever you are, please come in. You're making me cry and feeling very proud of you, Maya. That means a lot, Major Buddha. <laughs> How do you feel being able to be there for someone and not needing to fix it? It feels so good, like I can be my, with myself so much more, and not like I have to be drawn into everything. Like I used to spend forever about how unhappy everyone was, and now I can sleep without getting nightmares of horrible stuff happening, and it's so nice, and I owe it all to you. You're an incredible student of life, Maya. You've learned how to know where you end and where another begins. The more you focus on yourself, not in an egotistical way, the more you're able to differentiate from another, yet still be supportive in a healthier way. It's an honor to, and blessing to be walking with you on this path. Is it okay if I share your insights in my meditation at the women's retreat? <laughs> yeah, sure, that's cool. It would be my honor to be in a production of Major Buddha. <laughs> How have you been yourself? Laugh out loud. No major production, just the women's retreat. We're fabulous, though. I've been good overall, still feeling the love from retreat, getting my adult life together and getting a bit more rest. I want to let go of busyness this year. Preach it. <laughs> Thanks for asking. Yeah, not enough people ask. Shows how compassionate and kind you are, buddy. Aw, shucks, you're making me blush. Adult life's intense. Hope it goes well. <laughs> I'm super grateful for my life. I just get in my own way sometimes. That's why I practice. And having you in it makes it extra special. Well, back to preparing for my talk, sweetie. Much love and big hug to you. Love you, Law. I'm going to take a nap now. Keep up the awesome. So, so let's begin our formal practice. So again, finding a comfortable position for your body, closing your eyes, if you like, or gazing softly downwards. In this traditional form of practice, you'll combine a repeated inner intention with a visualization and the evocation of the feeling of compassion. Work with compassion practice intuitively. At times it may feel difficult, as though we might be overwhelmed by the pain. Remember, we are not trying to fix the pain of the world, only to meet it with a compassionate heart. Relax and be gentle. Breathe. 
Let your breath and heart rest naturally as a center of compassion in the midst of the world. As we begin, breathe softly and feel your body, your heartbeat, the life within you. Feel how you treasure your own life, how you guard yourself in the face of your sorrows. Now bring to mind someone close to you whom you dearly love. Picture them in your mind's eye and feel your natural caring for them. Notice how you hold them in your heart. Allow yourself to be aware of their measure of sorrows, their suffering in life. See if you can feel how your heart opens to wish them well, to extend comfort, to share in their pain and meet it with compassion. This is the natural response of the heart. If you like, you may place your hand on your heart if it helps you to connect as I recite these phrases. May you be held in compassion. May you be free from pain and sorrow. May you be at peace. May you be held in compassion. May you be free from pain and sorrow. May you be at peace. May you be held in compassion. May you be free from pain and sorrow. May you be at peace. Now see if you can offer compassion towards yourself. Measure the sorrows you carry. Holding yourself in your own heart while I recite these phrases. May I be held in compassion. May I be free from pain and sorrow. May I be at peace.
may I be held in compassion. May I be free from pain and sorrow. May I be at peace. Breathing into your body, into your heart. Allowing in what you're able at this time. Then you can open your compassion further to the suffering of your friends, to your neighbors, to your community, to all who suffer, to difficult people, to your enemies, and finally to all beings. Sense your tender-hearted connection with all of life and its creatures. May all beings be held in compassion May all beings be free from pain and sorrow. May all beings be at peace. May all beings be held in compassion. May all beings be free from pain and sorrow. May all beings be at peace. Breathing into your heart, into your body. This extension of compassion throughout I enjoy finding the Dharma in everything and would like to end our compassion practice in an untraditional way by sharing the music of R.E.M. as interpreted by Annie Lennox and Alicia Keys.
Sometimes everything goes wrong And now it's time to sing along When your day is night alone If you feel like letting go oh, oh, oh. When you think you've had too much of this
Thank you for your practice. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.